Alright everybody, so before this podcast starts, I just want to say really quickly, be sure to check the first link in the description to download our free guide, Social Media Syndicate. I recently had a tweet blow up to over 200 plus likes uh, using, using all of the methods that I covered in this free guide. Second of all, I'm testing out a new editing style with this podcast, so be sure to let me know what you think. Thanks. All right, so what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Creating Capital podcast. So with me here today is Gavin, and Gavin's joining us from Bali, living the life that you all would love to live, having location and time freedom that he's earned from building his agency, helping other people with automations. Gavin, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm amazing. Thanks for having me on the podcast. So jumping right into it, can you tell us about, you know, your experience with Zapier and automation? How have you been able to build your agency? Um, I come from like a background of full-on computer science. Like six years ago, maybe five years ago, I studied full-on computer science and business uh, business science, almost like a double degree. And that was like a lot of fun. I was working for the biggest online fashion brand back in South Africa. That's where I'm originally from. And it was a lot of fun, like really cool team, really cool company. I was doing proper like coding stuff, like actual coding, building web apps and working with the digital marketing teams. But um, kind of like most people involved in tech and stuff, I knew I could kind of do it from anywhere. So I was like, why am I coming to an office every day um, when I could be traveling, I could be having these crazy adventures and I had friends doing that. So. That kind of inspired me to take the, the jump and I started working in a freelance space, like as a contractor and a freelancer with the coding stuff, like actual boarding apps and coding up script for people. But very quickly, I, I started to find I enjoyed the types of projects and clients where I was doing little like scripts, not massive big web apps that took six months. It was like, uh, two, three weeks to build like an API integration or a script and it just saved them time or helped them uh, generate more leads because it just made their lives a lot easier. And that's kind of how I started to go into the automation space was still using my coding skills, but using it in a specific way with specific types of clients. And kind of naturally about two, three years ago, that started to obviously migrate towards, well, oh, we have these tools like Zapier, we have these tools like Integromat, and now there's like, I don't know, 50 other ones, but those are kind of the two big players. And yeah, naturally I just started to lean on those because even with my technical skills, I was like, why would you want to have something that's actual code, that's harder for the client to manage when you have these tools like Zapier and Integromat? And yeah, from that point on, I just kind of doubled down and started to get in touch with a lot more people looking for these types of solutions. I became top rated on Upwork uh, quite a while back as a freelancer. And yeah, I just started to pick up more clients that way who were focused specifically on automation and saving time and wanted to be able to focus on the stuff they enjoy. And sometimes I'd still use my actual coding skills, but 90% of the time, what can we do with Zapier and Tegramat and Funnels and things like that? So. I'm just curious, how does your pricing work with your agency? It is client to client because that kind of ties back to what I mentioned earlier about the, not scaling part, but kind of the problems is that each person's kind of unique. So I've maybe had one or two clients where 
I could almost like copy paste the solution, but I still had to tweak. Like there's, there's so seldom like, oh, this works exactly the same. So that's how I've actually started to, to solve that for myself is that I look at kind of a, the bigger projects I've worked on and the clients I enjoyed working with. I was like, okay, cool. They needed this type of automation. They needed, I know, to capture Facebook leads to put into a Google sheet and then send reminder emails or add them to their CRM. And then I started thinking, okay, what, what type of client was that? Let me go find if there are other clients like that or other businesses like that who have that exact same problem. And that's been quite helpful. Um, but again, there's still so much variation between companies. What's your lead gen strategy? So I still actually get a lot of clients from uh, Upwork just because I've got a very strong profile. I'm top rated, so they send me invitations. And that's also how uh, LeapFrog Leads, the platform I bought, supports me is that it sends me job notifications of jobs that I'm interested in. Um, and I bought that myself along with my co-founder, Rob. Um, so I don't really put too much work into that. It's just if cool jobs pop up or if interesting jobs get, uh, I get invited to interesting jobs. And then also I'm doing lots of uh, outreach to people. So I'll often have circles of friends who maybe I work with one of them and they know what I do. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, I know their other friends do this. And I'll reach out and say, like, hey, I just worked with... Um, Whoever, and we were doing this together. Is this something you're also experiencing? Is uh, this something you need help with as well to save time, have more freedom, etc.? And then obviously referrals, like just asking people for repeat business, asking for who else people know that could potentially benefit. So it's kind of hitting it from uh, multiple angles. Yeah. So I see you touched on Leapfrog Leads a little bit. So can you tell us what you do there? Yeah. So that's actually my own uh, SaaS. So a friend and I, Rob Crook, he is a Canadian guy. We've actually never met in person, which is kind of funny. And he was originally my Upwork coach. Like he just taught me kind of how to get started on Upwork better. And we built this platform together to help Upwork freelancers win more projects. And the way it does that is just by basically sending you job notifications of interesting jobs as soon as they come up. So you can be the first to apply and that increases your chance of winning the projects. Like, also while the person is still in the, the buying mindset when they post the job. So yeah, we bought that together over like about six months ago. And it was just, yeah, it was very cool. We just put a couple of hours into it each week and we built this thing up. So yeah, if anyone wants to check it out and you're an Upwork freelancer and you want to get more projects, you can check it out. Yeah, and uh, Gavin's links to his Twitter and everything are also going to be down in the description. So be sure to check those out. Uh, so Gavin, now... I know in the beginning of this, you kind of touched on how you were building massive apps and it sounded like you really didn't like it. And now you mentioned you built a SaaS. So do you have any plans mm -hmm. in the future of using your computer science skills to, you know, building a SaaS or anything that has to do with automations? Oof. Um, I haven't thought about anything like that. Do you have something in mind? Maybe uh, another SaaS. Something like that. I mean, with yeah. your computer science I, I, experience. It, yeah, it's an interesting question, but it's like, there's just so many platforms out there already. It's like, I don't know if it would be necessary. There might be something uh, like specifically for LeapFrog Leads. We've had a few agencies reach out to us, like people who manage proposals for other 
in full freelancers. And I mean, that could potentially be something, but no, I haven't thought beyond, beyond that really. All right, so what are your thoughts on platforms like IFTTT and N8N and other automation platforms? Do you mess with them at all or are you strictly Zapier and Integromat? Um, so as we were kind of speaking just before uh, recording, um, I hadn't actually heard of N8N until quite recently and um, IFTTT. So let me just take a step back. Ultimately, it just comes down to what is the right tool for the job and doubling down on what um, whichever one you like so you can become really good at it. Like I don't, I'm not like a, a Zlot for any specific platform. I'm like Zapier is the future. You have to use Zapier for everything or Integromat is the future. You have to use Integromat for everything. Like I don't care. It's like whatever you're trying to automate are those, which app supports it, like which platform supports those apps and is it powerful enough to actually allow you to achieve your goals. So for me, it really comes down to just whichever one works for you because there's always a balance between a beginner and user friendliness. This is actually what I was saying in a podcast episode recently and how like powerful the platform is. So I, I, I personally find I have triple T on the more kind of it's more user friendly because it's got a really nice user interface. But because of that, you're trading off some power and kind of how complex you can get. But it's really whichever platform helps you achieve your goal. Yeah. So you mentioned your podcast a little bit. Uh, what's your podcast? Yeah, so I run a podcast called the Energetic Automator Series. And so I kind of do what you do, but with online spiritual businesses. So I speak with um, spiritual and holistic coaches about their journeys of why they got into what they do and um, how they're growing their business and why they're passionate about it. But then also I sprinkle in like many episodes of just speaking about automation and the things you need to have in your business in that regards. Like, why do you need to build an email list and how do you choose between all the automation tools? So it's a, it's kind of balanced between interviews and then also just quick like tip episodes essentially. Yeah. All right. Nice. So, so it seems like you really did not enjoy your, uh, your computer science career for too long. Um, if you were to build a SaaS or a web app, like a full on web app, would you yeah. code it yourself or would you hire someone? And is this something you have in your plans for the future? Yeah, so I did. So I did really enjoy coding. Like as a completely super useful skill that I have. It's invaluable today because it obviously helps me think in a different way. But for me, it's just too time consuming. And obviously when you're coding, you're looking at the details. Like you're going from big picture to very small picture. You're like, looking at every little piece of code. And I realized that just doesn't kind of resonate and click with my, like how I view the world and how I want to go like lifestyle wise. So for me in the last few years, I've taken a big step back from doing actual coding. And if I'm going to build any future web apps or SaaSes, I will 100% if possible, bring in other people to do the coding. And I will also just obviously use my knowledge to be able to help work through problems or brainstorm better. So it's it's been invaluable, but 100%, I would be looking to bring people in to help me with it these days. Yeah, awesome. So let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's kind of talk about your lifestyle that you've been able to build for yourself. So come on. Um, yeah. So some people would say right now that you're you know kind of living the dream, right? You're on Upwork, you're freelancing yeah. on your own time, and you're in Bali, right? 
What advice would you give to someone who wants to build a business like yours and earn time freedom and location freedom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so funny enough, I'm reading Four Hour Work Week um, by Tim Ferriss, which is obviously a super old book, but that was kind of like the staple of what kickstarted digital nomads. But it's essentially just knowing that we're on the internet. It's like you don't have to work with people who are right in front of you and people are willing to pay you without having ever met you. So if you have a skill set, it's like, where are those people and just offer them that service? And I would say like, cause I'm pretty risk adverse to be honest. Like I am quite a risk adverse person. Uh, when I started my journey, I was working and freelancing at the same time, which obviously that's pretty intense work wise. I mean, time wise and lifestyle wise, but like how badly do you want it? So for me, what I needed to do was first pick up the freelancing um, whilst having a full-time job and then uh, kick up the freelancing and then just drop the job. And then that let me just be traveling for the last five years now. Nice. nice. Yeah.